Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hi, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full episodes are released every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit, which is audio taken from one of the live videos on my social channels. This one is from the Instagram lives that I do every Friday with ex-GB athlete, fellow coach, and my friend, Joe Wilkinson. To follow us both on Instagram, just search for Running with Jake and Running Joe 10K. Let's get into it. We're talking motivation. We're talking motivation through during dark times. Now, we love these lives on a Friday and we've covered different subjects. Motivation is obviously something that I think resonates strongly with many people. We know the situation at the moment. It's all getting a bit long in the tooth, isn't it, Joe? Another lockdown, you know, people homeschooling. As you know exactly what that's about. People probably putting lots of pressure on themselves to run and get out there and all that stuff. It's it's just chaotic. And I'm... I know because we we obviously speak quite a lot and we're very open with each other that we're feeling it a little bit as well. You know, we're not always tigger and bouncing out the door and, and feeling wonderful about life. It's it's challenging. So motivation. What, what, have you got any thoughts? I know you have, Joe, of course, on 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 how people can kind of change their mindset a little bit and perhaps start to feel a little bit, little bit better about things during this period. Yes, I think one of the things that that is most important about motivation is to appreciate that it is not a fixed state of that I am either motivated or not motivated. It's actually something that can fluctuate both even in the short term, even in a matter of, you know, from one minute to the next, let alone one day, one week to the next. So do not see it as this one fixed mindset that you have that will not change. That's the first thing. It's 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 not a all or nothing. Um, it will fluctuate and go up and down. I think the other thing is to appreciate that, you know, almost to some extent, don't overthink it. Don't overanalyze your motivation because then you can get very very introspective and and think, oh, do I feel motivated? Don't I feel motivated? Sometimes stop worrying about it. Just do it. Um, and I, you know, I know personally, my motivation is affected by a whole range of things. So tiredness, hunger. Oh my God, I'm a terrible person when I'm hungry. I'm only motivated to find food and eat it, nothing else. Um, whether I'm stressed, whether it's sunny. You know what? Yesterday it was really lovely and sunny. I was like, yes, today it's a bit misty here, to be honest you know it's not doing it for me as much so it's something that's fluctuating you know don't overthink it don't worry about it so much and sometimes just go with it funny isn't it you know you talk about not not worrying about it and i think so many of us our thoughts travel at 100 miles an hour consciously and subconsciously and, and you know sometimes we have an awareness of what's going off in our heads and sometimes we don't and i think having a razor sharp focus not easy by the way but a razor sharp focus on how you feel and that awareness i think can really help because you know emotions come and go motivation ebbs and flows we how we feel isn't fixed it changes you know martina and i my girlfriend we're having this conversation this week right i've been supercharged this week from you know because i sent you messages on monday <laughs> oh, so I, I was on it and i've been working loads and i've got lots of stuff going off and I'm, I'm looking after lots of runners and all that stuff and it's great i'm supercharged but martina said to me she said you just need to watch your energy levels a little bit and not just physically but emotionally as well because you know and remember this period you're feeling really good at the moment but remember that 
you felt like that when when you're no longer feeling like that, which inev- invariably happens. You know, you, you go from, for example, we're talking about motivation, feeling motivated to not feeling motivatable. Just cast your mind back to those sessions where you were j- jumping around and bouncing out the door and looking forward to it. Or even casting your mind back to the races that you took part in, even if it was the early part of last year or, or pre-2020. I think that's really important to just have that awareness and that, do you know, it's okay, this will pass. It will pass. And I, yeah, I think that's really key. Yeah, and I think actually almost the, the converse to that, because I sometimes think, oh, I'm not very motivated, and then think back, oh, but remember that session where you weren't very motivated? You set off on the warm-up, and you're like, oh, God, just doing this, get through it. Oh, I don't know if I fancy it. And then as the session went on and on, and the reps went on and on, suddenly I find myself working into it, and oh, I'm feeling a bit better and actually I'm running quite well now and actually I'm smashing this one now. So that motivation, I, you know, I set off out the door, prizing myself out with a crowbar, you know, forcing myself to go. And then as you get into the session, your motivation builds. So I often look back on those kind of sessions and think, yeah, okay, I'm not feeling motivated. I'm not feeling it today, but... I fe- like you say, I felt like this before and I'm not feeling it. And I went out and it came as, as as the session progressed. So, you know, I think use both the periods when you know, oh, I'm on a high and I'm flying. Often when it's going well, we don't think about motivation. It's just there, isn't it? We only think about it when we think we haven't got it. You, you reminded me of something then. I think you're dead right. You know that motivation, we've said it can change, but it can change really quickly as well. Mm. So during your warm up, all of a sudden, I mean, I'm sure people watching this now can relate to that. They do, they get into a run or even if they join their club buddies for a run when they were able to do that. And they're not really up for it tonight. It's dark, it's cold. Right, I'll go because I said I'm going to meet them. Don't want to let them down. I'm there. Oh, start warming up. You hang on. First mile, mm, second mile, third mile. I'm starting to feel quite good. So just coming back even 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 further i think that even closer rather i think that sometimes getting up out of your chair and just doing a warm-up some mobilization in the house if you do that i think it's definitely advisable it's a great thing to do it just starts that process of movement and we've spoken about this before that when you move you feel well you mm. just do and if you feel a bit static and a bit bleh, get up and just say to yourself well do you know what I, i'm i'm just going to do some mobility and a bit of a warm-up sequence in the living room and i'll see how i feel if i feel like I want to go and run, then I will. You might get to the point, you go, right, I do feel like running. Well, do you know, I'm just, instead of the one hour run I was going to do, I'm just going to do 20, 30 minutes and just see how I feel. Before you know it, you'll get into the flow, you'll do a Joe and you'll feel (laughs) great and you'll you'll smash it. So just again, it goes back to that awareness and just, you've got to try to do something, I think, just to help yourself take some action. Yes. And this kind of links to what we spoke about very briefly this morning when we had a quick coffee catch up that like the role of a coach so mm. we, we coach people you know and I know you said what did you say about when people want you to motivate <laughs> I said people when- say to me I want you to motivate me and I always say I can't do that you've got to find your own motivation <laughs> from within <laughs> at which point all my runners went oh that's the point of paying her to coach me then <laughs> I'm off I'm off but but but, it, but it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. And you, it's true, but it's more nuanced than that, isn't it? That's what we were saying. That you cannot provide the most. I said, even if you're running beside somebody, you know, even if I'm doing a session where I'm actually running next to the person I'm coaching, 
they still something inside them still has to motivate them to push themselves that little bit more so externally you can try and trigger motivation and you can talk to people and you can help them explore what might motivate them or not or, or remind them of perhaps some triggers but it has still got to come from within you as well i'm not running behind <laughs> whipping people with a big stick or something <laughs> Or running in front with like a piece of cake on a stick or something. It's, no, I, I, I totally agree with you. And you use the word trigger there. And, and that's right. I think we can we can trigger people's emotions and, and therefore motivation. And we can act as catalysts. And other people, not just running coaches, but friends and, and, and peers can also do that. But but if that, that deep-rooted motivation isn't there inside you, that seed then when that person isn't there or that running coach or that friend, how, what's going to keep you on track? So we, we we sort of try to have to get it to kickstart and then you've got to kind of let the brakes off and roll with it. And we, yeah, and we said as well, there's, there's, you know, motivation also stretches over time. So, you know, my next big race is London in October. It's quite a long way away. To some extent, I mean, you know, fingers crossed, um, <laughs> You know, that does get me out the door because I think I've got this big goal in the end, you know, to come. But to, it, other times it might be more about, well, actually, it's the short term motivation to do something now to either make myself feel good or to beat my son, you know, homeschooling, home coaching, um, you know, things like that. So, so motivation can be both long term. But I think keeping that mind on the, you know, we were saying motivation is not an essential prerequisite to running. So you could run out, go out the door, hate every minute of it, and yet still be motivated on one level to do it because I know if I do this long run, it will build towards London in October. At the moment, I'm not loving it. And my, and you could argue my motivation is low, but I'm still going out and doing it. So, you know, don't. that's where I think sometimes don't get too hung up on it as long as you're essentially doing what you need to do. When I was a personal <laughs> trainer... When I was a personal trainer working for commercial gyms, doing doing lots of you know, sessions, that was my full time job. I'd work with different, you know, people of different kind of interest levels, motivational motivation drives, if you like. And some people would not particularly like exercise. Un understandable, it's uncomfortable. They come into a PT session and they know that I'm going to get them to work hard. And some people wouldn't particularly like that, but they'd still do it. They wouldn't look for excuses. They, they, they think about the bigger picture. So that they're, they're London in your case, you know, they, they realise what it's leading to. And that can therefore keep them motivated. You don't you don't necessarily have to love every single session that you do, but understand potentially why you're doing it. And, and it can change. So we know when you said to me when we were chatting, you said, well, why do you, you know, what keeps you motivated, Jake? We asked each other, didn't we? And similarly to yourself manchester for me fingers crossed in october and i'm i've always been able to look pretty long term i mean i try and advise that with my runners of course as well and i try and practice what i preach so long term so even if it is you know ages away i know that everything i do now is leading towards that event some other little things on a more of a micro level without any shadow of a doubt i do it for my mental well-being mm -hmm. even if i don't feel like it in the moment because i know I just know that I'm going to feel so much better afterwards. I'm going to be better company to be around. I'm going to be able to think more clearly. And I don't know about you, Joe, but pretty much every time I run, no matter what the session is, particularly if it's a session where I can think, so I, it's not a really intense interval session, I get creative. I'm even thinking about content that we can talk about and subjects in our, in our lives or, you know, coming up with ideas. And I'm not consciously trying to, to let that happen. It just, it just naturally happens. So those things 
get me out of the door. <laughs> yeah, I think you're frozen. Yeah, I know you froze oh, you're back. too. Oh, awkward. Here we go. <laughs> right, Philip. Yes. Interestingly, so so Carolyn just put a message on here saying, "Is that motivation or dedication?" And I think you know that's where you come into what what's the you know the definition of things. I think it's an I think motivation feeds into dedication. You've got to have some motivation, or you wouldn't be dedicated. Blah blah. blah. We could get into the finer points of language and, and what we mean by things, but yeah, I think you know. It is about, for me, it is that long-term goal. I'm, I'm really results-focused. You know that. Competitive, results-focused. But also, I do enjoy running for the sake of running. I do find it my creative time. I, I never listen to music because I think about things, all kind of things, whether it's other people's schedules, my schedules, oh, I don't know, something that's going on with the family. Things just go through my mind, thoughts, you know, or sometimes it's almost nothing, that kind of nothingness that you think about sometimes that's a mental break. So, yeah, you know, I run for that reason as well. That's what motivates me because, you know, I say it keeps me sane. It keeps me just feeling on the level. So that that's a kind of motivation, you know, that that's something I get from it. Motivation is often makes you do something to get some form of, something back from it so yes for me is that that both the goal orientated competitiveness and the feeling good in the here and now but i was going to say that i sorry i was going to say there's just a couple of practical things you know sometimes i think make it easy for yourself and and i've worked from home for a long time years and years and so and very flexibly as well which means you can go for a run anytime sometimes that can actually suck the motivation out of you when you've got all day or any time to run you also lose the incentive to do it anytime so my tips for people on a, on a practical note is to say a put your kit on in the morning because it takes away that having to get changed and put your kit on later in the day which can be a barrier to motivation you know i can't be bothered to even get changed to get out of the door if you've got your kit on that's it the other thing is set a time to go and stick to it you know set an alarm on your phone and go when it goes off because if you put it off and put it off and put it off again that can kind of suck motivation out and then if you get to 5 p.m and it's dark you know, it's even harder to motivate yourself to get out the door then. So just, you know, just a couple of really almost silly, straightforward, practical things like that can really help motivate you. Um, You know, set a time, get your kit on. (laughs) I think I think those kinds of things can definitely help. And I think now is a perfect time for that because people's routines, lifestyles have changed a lot, Mm -hmm. uh, especially over the past gosh 12 months and, and and however long it's been so i think that is really important and i think something else talking about practical tips i don't know about you but i know i can certainly do this and i know a lot of people that can do this as well is that procrastination over decisions Ooh. and not just running but but decisions <laughs> just in general right i'm saying this to you but i know and if we can make decisions more decisions and faster I think that could really help, especially where running's concerned. Because how many of us, well, yeah, mm, well, ooh, what do I wear? Oh, weather, when? Oh, I could do it this, or shall I not? And uh, 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 it's draining. It's just costing you energy. It's costing you space, emotional space. And you've got so many other things going on, whether that's homeschooling, whether that's work, whether that's meetings, whether that's blah, whatever. Who's fighting over who's got the dining table at home to put the laptop on to work from home? So if you can just make those decisions fast, a bit like what you're saying, Joe, right, kit on, so that's that done tick thought about it okay i'm gonna run 4 p.m done and the next thing which leads nicely from that i think is to give yourself what i refer to as force field time 
Now that can be running or it can be something other because we're talking about staying motivated mm. during dark times, right? And, and it's not just running related, but it obviously feeds into that. If you're looking after yourself in other areas of your life, you're more likely to put the trains on and get out the door because you're just generally feeling good and you feel like you're in control, you're managing things. So having that force field time, which is as it sounds, that's the time and space for you to do whatever it is that you choose, that is for you. Doesn't need to be hours and hours. It doesn't need to be half a day because you haven't got that because you're so busy, but something. I'll give you a really silly example. My grandma, who is awesome, is 83. She's got the most positive attitude of anybody I've ever met in my life. I call her up, Grandma, how you doing? Well, I'm fine, Jacob. Almost to say, why would you even ask me that question? That's bizarre. She has to have something to look forward to. In her life, she always, I always remember, she has to have that force field time. It can be the smallest thing. It can be a little walk to Asda to get her out, which is across the road, because she enjoys it and it's something for her. It changes her state and her energy, so she feels better about life. Therefore, she's more motivated to do other things. So coming back to running, I think if you do the same thing and you protect some of your time, I think you'll feel better. And I think you'll find that you'll run a lot more. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which is that kind of mini goals, isn't it? But yeah, I, I I know you didn't want me to mention it, but we are talking about staying motivated in dark times. So I've got to tell you about Paula Radcliffe's mum and dad's garden. <laughs> Sorry, but no. Do you know, have I not told you about the six months I spent in the dark at the bottom of Paula Radcliffe's mum and dad's garden? <laughs> All joking aside, uh, by the way, I was there. At, I was there with their permission. I wasn't like loitering in the bush while they got an injunction against me. Um, Thank God. <laughs> hopefully, no. I had a long-term injury. It was going on and on and on. A bit like I was saying, a bit like coronavirus. We thought it'd be over by Christmas, and it just dragged on. So, aqua jogging in the pool, round and round. And what motivates me? Partly, I just thought if I can keep this fitness when I come back. It, you know, this fitness will be there. If I do nothing, I will feel really down about things. I will feel really unfit and it will be much harder when I come back. So, you know, that kind of long-term goal. And I said to you, I was chanting over and over my head, used to chant 31.45, which was the Olympic qualifying time for the 10,000 meters. And it was also a bit of a way of, you know, that whole thing around mantras that we've talked about before in motivating you. So it was, you know, it just at the time felt like it was going on and on forever. But each time I ticked off one of those sessions, I felt like I'd achieved something and I felt like I'd taken a step towards getting back to running and getting back to doing what I wanted to do. I couldn't quite see when it was, but just those small steps each time, you know, it is hard to take in one day at a time sounds really cliched, but it is what you're saying. It's finding just something today, an achievement today, that I can tick off and feel good about, and then tomorrow I can look at tomorrow's achievements. So, you know, it is breaking it down into small goals sometimes, and then you can get towards the bigger goals, as it were. You know, you've got to, you've just got to keep positive, keep the focus on what you're doing, keep going round and round like, in Paula Radcliffe's mum and dad's garden. <laughs> I mean, don't you know? Don't unless you ask them first. <laughs> Don't let that stop you. Don't let that stop you. You'll like this, Joe. I, I, I was having a chat with a lady uh, earlier this week uh, that I'm going to be working with. And she used a phrase which I've never heard anybody use in this way. And I really liked it. And she, we we're talking about her, her background and history and, and, and niggles, injuries, all that stuff. And she said, I'm, I'm, I'm training to train. 
yeah. she, she said does that make sense and i stopped i paused i really thought about it. i thought my gosh that is fantastic in as it sounds she's not in a position to train as she wants to train and really push herself and work hard and do all those things and that might be injury it might be something other it might be lifestyle stuff but she's training to train and yeah. that's her motivation fantastic i mean that's you know really powerful stuff and, and kind of just picking up something i wanted to mention picking up on what you said about kind of the the, the being organized and just finding those little kind of ways of motivating motivating yourself from day to day i had a chat with martina the other night and she's super busy as we all are and and she's a vet and she's studying and she's qualified in july next year so she's it's all like hands on deck at the moment and she's putting a lot of pressure on herself i know that anyway she's driven she's ambitious a lot of people are watching this no doubt and she's oh this week is not so great in training i said look why don't you stop looking at your week your training over the period of a week and look at your training over the period of a month because she works on calls she has emergencies there's times where she can't run long at the weekend or whatever so invariably she's got you know she's not running as much so for people that are really busy homeschooling doing whatever and time is precious don't necessarily just look at things over a weekly period yes it's easy for our mind to go monday to sunday but maybe set yourself a mini target over over four weeks you know over a month oh, i want to run x amount you know duration or x amount of miles or i want to tick these little mini goals and then you don't necessarily have to be like even every single week yeah. of course you don't want to back uh, 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 load that month at the back end you don't want to be doing nothing for three weeks and then all your mileage in the final week but I think it could just help settle your mind oh this week's really busy I've got quite a lot going on you know Boris has just announced it's new for the, the, the homeschooling right let's take some pressure off I'm only going to run two three times whatever next week it might be four or five like I normally do or whatever your numbers are but I think just having that taking a step back looking at things with uh, an open mind and a little bit more creatively I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, and I, I find as a coach as well, one of the biggest things I spend my time doing is telling people not to run um, and telling them that it's okay <laughs> to miss sessions. Um, and I think that, again, that comes back to this whole thing that motivation is not a fixed state. So if you're, it's not going well, like I say, you're tired or you're stressed or homeschooling has just brought you to tears. For most people, if you miss a day or two, actually do you know what it it makes almost no difference whatsoever to your training and on a lot of occasions it actually will improve your motivation and improve the quality of the training that you do a few days later so you know i think as well just don't think because i haven't run today because i don't feel like running today I know we contradict ourselves but sometimes that's the best thing you can do is take a break and I think I know as a coach and I know for myself as a runner that I found it very hard to do that myself to give myself permission to not be motivated and not do it but when I used to ring up my coach and say I don't think I should run today he invariably used to say to me if you're actually asking me that then you probably really don't need to don't run today so there's the answer yeah yeah and and you know I say as coaches we know that that often it's saying to people do you know what it doesn't matter it, it means almost nothing. So don't run today, don't run tomorrow, don't run the day after even, but then we'll come back and you will be almost nine, you know, 90% of the time, you will be much more on it, much more motivated, much more keen, run better, and it'll all be fine. And we mentioned that word dedication earlier, and that links to that exactly, because mm. you're more likely to, to be up for it 
and therefore that commitment and dedication because you've had a period out for whatever reason. I think it's the, the big thing for me, I think, is making the decision. I spoke about that earlier. I think that just helps. It's so empowering when you've made a decision to do something. So whether that's to back off your training or whether that's to turn up the heat a little bit or the frequency or the intensity, I think that can help your motivation as well, especially through dark times, because you have made mm. the decision. And I think that is something that's really, really key. Guys, I think that's it, it from us for now, for a Friday, a lunchtime, <laughs> talking motivation during dark times. It, it is dark times, but you know what? We're all going to stick together. That's what I'm always saying on my social channels. And that's, that's what we're runners. That's what we do. We support each other. We will be back here next Friday. Well, we won't be back here. We'll be on your page, Joe, which is Running Joe 10K, for another chat around. We don't have a subject. We don't. What on earth are we going to talk about, Jake? What on earth? I think if you're watching this and you have something in your mind that you would like some help with, some support, you would like us to discuss, then drop either of us a message or you can comment below this video, of course. And then that may be the topic of the discussion next Friday. It's exciting. It's like a it lucky dip. We're in your hands. What should we talk about? What should we talk about? <laughs> but whatever you're up to for the rest of the day and the weekend, make sure you have uh, an awesome weekend. Stay safe. Run well. Manage the pressure. And remember, like we've said, Motivation is not a fixed thing. It ebbs and flows, so go with it. Joe, it's great to chat to you, as always. Brilliant to chat to you, Jake. Always enjoyed it. Feeling very motivated now. Good. That was Running With Jake, the quick hit. Hear the brand new full-length podcast every Wednesday or catch up now by searching Running With Jake, the podcast.